This is Two Dudes Reviews Reviewing stuff you might find in a store Two Dudes Reviews One of us has hair, the other wishes he had more Andy and Zeno. Yes. Hi, Dave and Andy. Cindy Lauper, Rod Stewart. Wow. Cindy's in New York. Rod's in London. <laughs> wow. All around the world, pretty much, we are. Now, uh, I'm, I'm Jave. Hello, Rod. Hello, Cindy. Hello, mate. How are you? Hello. Doing well. Thank, thank you both for, for joining us. Now, Andy, is a, uh, he's, he's a listener. He's just a fan. And I wanted to invite a fan's perspective to come on and perhaps ask a question during this interview. Um, I mean, wow. a, a couple of legends here. To, uh, I, and I want to ask you first, Cindy, because as my, as my dad would say, ladies first, even through the windshield. I didn't find out till. So years later, that, that wasn't a very nice thing to say. Um, you know, yeah, <laughs> um, Listen, you're such a multi-dimensional artist, incredibly deep. And, and I have to be honest. You know, when I was a kid and watching, you know, videos for girls just want to have fun, I wasn't a huge fan because at the time I was into ACDC and Metallica and and rock stuff. And then all of a sudden I saw a stripped-down version of True Colors of just you and like an acoustic guitar. That absolutely blew my mind. I have to ask, while the MTV age helped you make millions, Cindy, were you regretful of any kind of maybe stereotype or label that something that big put you in at that point in time? Well, luckily for me, I never, um, I always had, I, I, even when I try and blend, I, I always stood out and I was always the, you know, the object of a lot of criticism. So um, I didn't, you know, when people used to say, uh, when she talks, I don't even understand <laughs> so, you know, her accent. Why is she funny? She should just sing. You know, you can't in one ear, out the other. Part of it is, you know, ignorance is bliss. Mm -hmm. You know, just, I, didn't get, I didn't care. And when there were gatekeepers, I found... A, try to keep finding new ways to get around the gate. I don't let anybody really stop me because they look over their shoulder and see where I want to go. That's just that person's experience, but that's the gatekeepers for you. And yeah, they said a lot of stuff about me. And yeah, in the time when you saw the stripped down version, I was never asked to go sing on MTV, mm -hmm. but I was playing anyway. I came out of folk. I came out of folk and I didn't think I could really sing rock and roll. What happened to me was purely an accident, and it was it opened my eyes. I mean, someday I'll tell you the story. It's it's too long for radio. Right. Okay. <laughs> wow. Over fifty million albums sold worldwide. Cindy Lauper. How do you how do you stay so fresh and spunky and engaged? You know, kind of what what inspires you, or maybe uh, the better question is, who inspires you today? Well, honestly, you know. When I took the, the gig last year to work with Sarad, I felt, you know, this is something because I used to listen to his stuff. I used to sing his stuff in my cover bands. And thank God I was in cover bands because I learned how to perform a little. And I think that um, I think that singing his stuff and having the way he used to have that mic stand with the tripod on the end of it, you know, and lift it up in the air and, you know, and uh, I used to trip over it. I got one, but I tripped <laughs> over it a lot, so I didn't 
continue, but um, it, it he, you, Rod, was so, um, you, you were the quintessential rocker. And, um, Thank you. I, you really, for me, and um, so I just, uh, I, I figure I learn a lot, and I get inspired when I'm on tour watching you because I, I'm amazed that, you know, here you are, this is what we do. I always thought, you know, it was more of a vocation than a profession. And watching you, watching you perform and singing, it really is inspiring, just saying. I'm just saying. Now, now I'm a straight well, header. Wonderful heterosexual male um it, it, rob you've been such a a, a heartthrob for th- so many years um any sexual tension being on the road cindy with somebody who has been you know such a female you know kind of uh heartthrob is rod stewart <laughs> what well, question. there you go right <laughs> um no you know what Awkward. i just understand him I didn't understand him when I first met him in the 80s. I didn't understand him, I, you know, because I was, I come from a totally different, not just country, but generation of, of rockers. And, you and know, if I, I, if I may interject, yeah. so, he hated my suit. <laughs> we, did a, we did a show for a, a charity so show for, for Elizabeth Thaler, and she didn't like my suit. It was like I really royal it, blue. It, yeah. I said he didn't look like a rocker, and <laughs> and and that was really an ass asinine thing to do. Uh. <laughs> because honestly, how many people used to say to me, "I can't even look at her clothes; are so loud, I can't hear her sing." <laughs> I, you know, and you guys have got iconic senses of style, both of you. So. Hey, Cindy, this is Andy. Um, I, you know, listening to your latest music, um, it's not only country, but it's old school country. Um, kind of, I, I love the the steel guitar and, and all that, that that's in there. And again, a very big departure from what most people know you for. Um, can you help us understand your motivation or the inspiration? <laughs> well, when I started my first um original band was a rockabilly band. You know, we went through everything. We went through the whole, all our rock phases and wound up in new ways because that was so exciting. It was like, was like so many great, so much great music comes from Britain that it, it, it's, it's based on African-American blues and it's, it's just transformed into something else because it just has a, you know what I'm saying, Rod, you, you, yeah. you agree? It's, it's very inspiring for me as an American, always each time the wave comes over. And when in, in 1978, and I went to CBGB's, I saw, you know, Deborah Harry and Blondie, I saw Talking Heads, they were in the Ramones, they were Oz, and then there were these great English groups that came. And I just felt really inspired by them. And, you know, I, I, I started to do rockabilly because I saw, you know, because my voice sounded like that. Mm-hmm. Because all my early career, I was singing, trying to sound like a man. But I'm not a man. Right. And I hated the sound of my voice, no matter what I did to it. But when I met John Tory, who I worked with in the Blue Angel um, period of my life, I, he taught me. He, he played me like Brenda Lee. I didn't hear Brenda Lee. Wow. It was the sound of my voice. And then when I heard Brenda Lee's voice and I heard what she was doing, I was like, oh, maybe my voice isn't so lame. 
And then I heard like Ronnie Spector and Frankie Lyman and, and Buddy Holly and then and listening to all the early Elvis stuff. I only knew Elvis from when I was a kid, when I'd go see, you know, like Elvis, uh, like uh, Abbott and Costello in, uh, in Jack and the Beanstalk, it would have like kissing cousins. So, Ron. That's how I, you know, that's how I knew Elvis. And then when I started listening to the Sun Years, I was like, holy cow. And it just changed everything. So we did the Rockabilly. So really, to make a long story short, oops, I'm sorry, it's too late for that. But uh, I just wanted to go back to my roots. A lot of the stuff in early country, and I did a blues record, they are the foundations of what we sing. And I thought that at this point, why not go backwards, relearn, redo, and then continue moving forward, you know? So same kind of question. Rod Stewart, what's on the horizon for you as far as a new album is concerned? Well, it's called Red, uh, Blood Red Roses, and it has, you know, a lot of folk influence, because that's where I started, uh, uh, it's hard to describe your own music, you know. Mm -hmm. I, I just feel it's it's a, it's a step up from the last album. It's better production, um, and I just love it. It's uh, wide, a wide variety of material, and I've covered some very interesting subjects. So who's I... Very personal songs. Great. Ooh, yeah, that's great. Wow. You know, that's very... You know, I, I, I just think um, artists continue... To, you know, and, and it's not really our job so much to judge, but just to keep the channel open and keep going, no matter yeah, what, because yeah. that's why we're here. So whose idea was it to go on tour together? Ah, oh, Cindy, you answer that question. You know more than I. Why, you want me to tell the Ron Delsner story? Yeah. I'm, going, I'm doing this gig, and Ron Delsner comes up to me, and he goes, he goes, ah, Cindy, you know how I love this since Blue Angel. Listen, you're going to do the Rock Stewart tour. This summer, it's going to be great. And I was like, I am? And he said, yeah, call your agent. No, something like that. So really, it was in the works, and, you know, I didn't know. And then I thought it was a great idea, and it was kind of a bucket list, like I said before. And um, I just think at this point, I want to just do things now, because you have, like, a certain amount of time, and I want to just do it if I can, you know. That's, 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 oh, you're an angel. <laughs> hey, Rod, I'm this is way. Andy. Um, you've been performing for well over 50 years now, and uh, um, your voice pretty much sounds the same. Uh, and I know you've been through some stuff, uh, cancer and, and some other things, and, and, of course, a rock star lifestyle. How do you keep it uh, tuned? Well, that's, that's something Cindy and I have got very much in common. We we treat our vocal cords like the royal, the crown jewels. I mean, they just have to be looked after. Uh, plenty of water. We warm up. I warm up for an hour and warm down for twenty minutes after each show. And you just have to protect them. Like well, you probably didn't in your twenties, did you, Cindy? You know, anything you Actually, go the older you get. When, when I first did the the stuff, and I was trying to imitate you. And I had like a 50 I did. And I had a 50 watt, like little tiny um, amplifier to hear myself like, Ooh, and they had the 200 watt Marshall amps. I was really in bad shape. Oh, when, I was, yeah. when, when I did Girls Just Want to Have Fun, by then I was doing my exercises. And I guess that's why my lifestyle was different. I warmed up, I warmed down, I go back to the hotel room and do my work, and then 
get up the next day, and everybody else was partying. They were all like, hey, the big 80s, we really partied. And I'm like, I didn't do any of that. (laughs) (laughs) Rod Stewart. I've got to go. I just want to say uh, I've I've got to take my sons to soccer. No worries. Lovely talking to you, Jay. Rod, Cindy, thank you very much. We'll we'll catch up soon here at the show. Thank you. Okay.